Welcome back to the second part of Pastor Tim's message, The Rapture of the Church, from 1 Thessalonians 4, 13-18. The rapture of the church is not intended to scare anyone. It is to be encouraging and comforting for the believer. When I understand the reception I will receive and the reunion I will enjoy, it makes me anticipate the Lord's return like nothing else. Here's Pastor Tim. Who have passed. All right? So those are the participants. Let's keep going. Number three. I want you to see the process. The process of the rapture is shown in these passages. And he, and he says in verse number 15, For this we say to you. So what I'm saying to you today is what Paul is saying to them then. But you have to know that it's not my idea. And it's not Paul's idea. It's not even John's idea as he writes the Revelation. John has seen it in the vision of the Revelation. Paul has seen it as God has shown it to him. We have seen it as we read it in the Scriptures. But notice what he says, This we say to you by the word of the Lord. This is God's idea. This is God's activity. This is something that He chooses to do. And he says, he says, This we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. So what does that mean? It means those who are asleep get to go first, right? So here's part of your process. The Lord descends from heaven. Look at verse 16. He will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. So deceased believers are first. Their bodies are resurrected. They're joined with their spirit that has been in heaven with them since the day that they died. Reunited. Formed into a glorified body that is fit for heaven, that is fit for eternity. Absent from the body, present with the Lord. So, deceased believers that have gone on. Maybe you think about parents or grandparents or somebody else in your family, somebody else that you know, somebody else that you love, they've died, they're believers. Are they going to be a part of the rapture? Yes. Not only are they going to be a part of the rapture, but they are first. They get to go first. Now, you say, yeah, but how about, I mean, how about those people, it's not that they're you know, they, they're buried in one, in one place. I mean, what about people that maybe in a war, you know, they, they stepped on a bomb. And they, I mean, they're just, they're blown to smithereen. Their body is scattered. What, what about people who are cremated and, and people decide to put a few ashes here and go to the other side of the country and put a few ashes there and a few ashes somewhere else? It doesn't matter, does it? God knows. He knows. Think about those bodies of those Old Testament saints. Where, where is Adam's ashes? I don't know, but if anybody's ash, Adam is ash, isn't he? You know? I don't know. But God knows. He knows exactly. So sometimes people will ask the question, Tim, do you think it's okay to be cremated? Sure. I think it's okay. 
You don't see that modeled in the Bible. You see, you see burials modeled in the Bible, but I don't think that that's the issue. I think the issue simply is, is that cremation hurries or hastens that process of going to ash, and that's what he said, ashes to ashes and dust to dust. It's going back, right? You know, return to the dust from which you were made. You know, the, the, the burning just simply hurries up that process a little bit. God knows what he's doing. He's not going to miss any person. He's not going to miss any part of any person anywhere that's already died. You do not have to worry about them. God's taking care of them. Okay? So in this process that we're talking about, deceased believers are first, but living believers will then follow. Notice what he says in verse number 17. After he talks about the dead in Christ rising first, then he says in verse number 17, then... Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. These are people who will never taste death. They simply get to pass from this life to the next instantaneously being changed into that glorified body that is fit for the new heaven and the new earth. You know, the best part of that whole thing is that last part of verse number 17 when he says, thus we shall always be with the Lord. That's what the process is leading up to. It begins with a shout. It ends up with us with him forever and forever and forever. How we get there, God has all of that worked out. Let me share with you one more thing. I said I had four for you today. I think it's important for us to also talk about the purpose because the purpose for the rapture is stated in these verses. And if we're talking about something being encouraging, it's the purpose that makes it encouraging. It's the purpose that God has that makes it comforting to know that this is something that's coming. In three ways. Here's a threefold purpose for you. First of all, I would tell you that the rapture will be a reception. It will be a reception. Remember when it says that, that, uh, that God will come and get them? It says, it says the Lord Himself will descend from heaven. The Lord Himself is coming to do that. Jesus is coming to receive His bride. Now listen, for the last several weeks, we've at least touched on, it seems like, John chapter 14, time after time after time, and here it is again. Remember, Jesus said... I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you where? Unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. He says, I am coming to receive you. It's reception that's taking place. And by the way, he says there in verse number 17 that we're going to meet the Lord in the air. Right? Second. A second purpose is that it's a rescue. A rescue. The rapture is a rescue mission, so to speak. But rescuing us from what? I mean, not, not just death, is it? There's got to be more than that because multiplied thousands, maybe millions of believers have already gone through death. Why didn't he spare them? 
Some of your relatives, some of your friends, some of your loved ones. Why wouldn't God spare them if that's what he's talking about? I don't think death is the one that he's talking about. I don't think that's what he's rescuing us from. When he says in Romans chapter 8, there's therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. I think that means no condemnation forever and forever and forever. No condemnation to hell. No condemnation when you're here on earth. When is that coming? Think about this for just a moment. Think about your, if you want a big word for it, your eschatological timeline. In other words, your timeline of the last days or last things. What's it look like? The very next item on the calendar is the rapture of the church. There's there's nothing else. There's no prophecy that has to be fulfilled. There's nothing else to wait for other than, other than God waiting for people to be saved. You know, you think, man, the world we're living in right now, why didn't he just come on? I'll tell you why he won't come on yet. There are people that he wants to repent. The Bible says he's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. If there's anything that he's waiting on, he's waiting on people to be saved. So be saved. Don't miss it. The very next thing is the rapture of the church. What does that usher in? It ushers in the tribulation period of seven years, doesn't it? That tribulation period where God pours out His wrath on sin, on mankind, on the earth, on all of creation. He empties out the wrath that He has about sinfulness taking over His creation. You read through the book of Revelation and man, it is ugly. I think that's what He's rescuing us from. I think that's why the rapture takes place right before the tribulation. Now, I have some friends who think that the rapture is going to take place in the middle of the tribulation. I have some friends who think that the the rapture is going to take place after the tribulation. But I don't, and let me show you why. You're in chapter number 4. Turn back to chapter number 1 for just a moment. Chapter number 1, the very last verse, it's verse number 10. We pick it up in the middle of the sentence, but he says this. To wait for his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead. And now look at this last phrase. Even Jesus, who delivers us from the wrath to come. What's the wrath to come? The wrath to come is the tribulation. He says he delivers us from the wrath to come. I, I don't see any, way, any reason why the Lord Jesus... The bridegroom would allow his bride to be dragged through that tribulation period. Instead, he wants to present that bride to himself spotless, blameless. The Bible says not having any spot or any wrinkle even. In holiness and in righteousness. I think the rapture is a rescue mission. There's a third thing though. A third purpose. It's also a reunion. It is a glorious, glorious reunion. Do you notice there in verse number 17? He says that we will be caught up together. 
together. And he says, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. We'll always be together. We will always be with Him and with one another. A while ago we looked at verse 10 in chapter 1. Look at verse 10 in chapter 5. Look over at the next chapter. Tenth verse again we pick up in the middle of the sentence, but that's okay. He's talking about Jesus and he says, Who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, whether we're living or dead, we should live together with Him. So togetherness. We're going to know one another? Of course we're going to know one another. It is a great, glorious family reunion. The saved people that are in your family, you get to be reunited with them. Even, even saved family members, maybe from generations back that you never even knew, you get to be reunited with. The unborn, I believe, will be there. Old Testament saints, Adam, Abraham, David, Ruth, they're all going to be there, and we get to be reunited with them. The New Testament saints, John and Paul, probably not Ringo, but, but anyway, John and Paul, and if, if you want to go a little bit further, Peter, Paul, and Mary, yes, they're all going to be there. You know, we get to see them again. And some of them we get to see for the very first time. But the most important one, is that we get to meet Jesus face to face. Like a groom loves his bride. He loves you so much. He's coming back to get you. He didn't want to live without you. Let's pray. Jesus, I pray today for every person in this room that in the same way that you wait for us to be saved. I know that you will not strive with man forever. So I pray, Father, that now is the appointed time. Now is the day of salvation. Somebody in this room, somebody watching my video, will make today the day that they say yes to Jesus and that they know that they know that they'll spend eternity with Him. Father, we look forward to Your Son's return. We long for His return. We want to be ready. We ask that You would help us to live a life that pleases You, to live a life that is a testimony to every other person that they themselves might be saved. Father, we ask your blessings over these moments that your Spirit would speak and move, manifest yourself, show us your power and your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Stand with me where you are. I'll ask Sean and them to sing. What an amazing and powerful message. The rapture of the church is a great opportunity for the believer to be encouraged and uplifted by the promise of Christ's return. It should cause us to anticipate the Lord's return like nothing else. How about you today? Do you know Jesus as your Savior and Lord? 
Pastor Tim would love to connect and share with you about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and how you can know that you know that Jesus is your Savior and Lord. That address is church office at BritDavid.org. We are located at 2801 West Britt David Road, Columbus, Georgia, 31909. Thanks again for joining us here on Britt David Podcast.